The idea that the Old Testament presents God almost purely in wrathful terms and the New Testament presents Him almost purely in gracious terms is just wrong. From Walking in Grace, this is the Straight Truth Podcast, Christian truths in an increasingly secular world. Welcome again to the Straight Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Philpott, and as always, I'm joined by Pastor Richard Caldwell of Founders Baptist Church. Now, in this podcast, we are seeking to answer any question you might have about doctrine, faith, practice, Bible verses, and the like. Now, if you're watching this podcast from YouTube or maybe listening on your favorite podcast app, we would love to hear from you and interact with the sort of questions you might have for Pastor Richard. The easiest way to get a question to us is by leaving a comment below the video or by going to our website and submitting a question. Our website is straighttruth.net. Now at that website, you can find links to all of our previous episodes, as well as merchandise and contact information. With that, let's get to the question for this episode. All right, Pastor, today we have a question that is a classic a whole Bible question. And, and this comes up a lot in just regular discussion, but I, I thought it was a good one to include for straight truth. It has to do with God's justice. The question goes like this, does the New Testament hold a different view of justice and violence than the Old Testament? It's a common question. Um, the person says, I'm curious how you would answer. The Old Testament seems to portray God as vengeful and wrathful, while the New Testament portrays God as merciful, loving, and forgiving. So mm -hmm. how do we understand sort of a whole Bible presentation of God on this topic of, of his uh, vengeance and justice? Yes, it is a, it's a good question. Um, you know, Josh, you and I have talked about this many times, just privately even. I, I think it's, it's reflective of something that makes us sad, which is a lack of knowledge or interest in the Old Testament mm -hmm. on the part of Christians. I mean, forgetting that the entire book is, is, is ours, right? From Genesis to Revelation, right. it belongs to the church. Mm -hmm. And so some of that question, I think, reflects just a lack of knowledge of the Old Testament. The idea that the Old Testament portrays God as primarily vengeful, full of wrath. Right. It also reflects a bit of a lack of knowledge of the New Testament, too. The idea that there's no wrath on display in the New Testament. So I just put together a list of verses that I think will answer the question. So let's, let's start with the New Testament. Okay. John 3.36, uh, whoever mm -hmm. believes in the Son has eternal life. Whoever does not obey the Son shall not see life, but the wrath of God remains on him. Now that's as Christ is being offered to sinners. That's right. So receive the Son of God and there's forgiveness, but reject the Son of God, you meet with wrath. And it's not wrath that just began. It's mm -hmm. a wrath that remains. In other words, mm -hmm. it's in existence right this moment. Mm -hmm. Romans 1.18, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who by their unrighteousness suppress the truth. So what is the current state of the world estranged from God? Under the wrath of God, mm -hmm. Romans 1, 18. This is why the gospel is necessary, because right. men are under the wrath of God. Romans 2, 5 says this, but because of your hard and impenitent heart, you are storing up wrath for yourself on the day of wrath when God's righteous judgment will be revealed. He will render to each one according to his works to those who by patience and well-doing seek for glory and honor and immortality, he will give eternal life. But for those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, there will be wrath and fury. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's not just wrath 
in some mild expression, but furious wrath that is talked about in Romans chapter 2. And then I think about our Savior. Mm. People often portray Christ uh, as offering forgiveness, but not really the judge that we know he's going to be according to mm -hmm. the scriptures. Revelation 6.15 says, Then the kings of the earth and the great ones and the generals and the rich and the powerful and everyone, slave and free, hid themselves in the caves and among the rocks of the mountains. This is during the tribulation period. Calling to the mountains and rocks, fall on us and hide us from the face of him who is seated on the throne and from the wrath of the lamb. <laughs> mm -hmm. So there we have the, a lamb described in terms of wrath. Yeah. Both pictures there then, then are, are present. The lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, the, the savior of sinners, but the wrath of the lamb, so the judge of all mankind. Verse 17 says, for the great day of their wrath has come and who can stand? Mm -hmm. So you have all these New Testament references That's to true. wrath and these are just a few examples. The mm -hmm. New Testament's full of it. Well, let's go Old Testament. Yeah. And let's think now about a God of mercy and right. a God of love and a God of forgiveness. Numbers 14, 18 says, The Lord is slow to anger. Yahweh is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love, mm -hmm. forgiving iniquity and transgression. But he will by no means clear the guilty, visiting the, the iniquity of the fathers on the children to the third and the fourth generation. Very much like the New Testament verses that we've read. Mm -hmm. there, there's, there is the presence of judgment and wrath, but there's also the knowledge that God is slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. And he forgives inequity. He forgives mm -hmm. sin and transgression. Exodus 34, 6, yeah. God making himself known to yeah, Moses. Moses yeah. says, show me your glory. Well, how does the Lord express himself to Moses? Verse 6, the Lord passed before him and proclaimed, the Lord, the Lord, a God merciful and gracious, mm -hmm. slow to anger and abounding in steadfast love. Yeah. and faithfulness. Ezekiel 18.23, the Lord says this, Have I any pleasure in the death of the wicked, declares the Lord God, mm -hmm. and not rather that he should turn from his way and live? Mm -hmm. God, God is ready to judge, but he prefers mercy. Mm -hmm. Ezekiel 33.11, Say to them, As I live, declares the Lord God, I have no pleasure in the death of the wicked but that the wicked turn from his way and live. Turn back. Here, I mean, here is God pleading with sinners. Mm -hmm. Turn back. Turn back from your evil ways. For why will you die, O house of Israel? Mm -hmm. So the question, with much respect, but the question is, is off at its very right. inception. inception. The idea that the Old Testament presents God almost purely in wrathful terms mm -hmm. and the New Testament presents him almost purely in gracious terms is just wrong. Mm -hmm. The Old Testament... God is a God of, of forgiveness and love and mercy. He's also a God of justice. Mm -hmm. New Testament, including the Lamb of God, a God of forgiveness and grace and mercy, but also mm -hmm. a God who will punish sin in the end. So a God of justice. Yeah, that's really good and helpful, and I, and I agree with, with all of that. I think people often think of, let's say, Joshua's conquest of Canaan, mm -hmm. right, when they think okay. of this question. Yeah, yeah. Okay, there's all, these, all this death. Uh, it's old and young. It's women and children and the soldiers and all the rest in some of those instances. Um, but, I, but I think you're, you're right. It's usually um, an ignorance of what is actually going on there, which is really just a few cities. It's not the entire land of Canaan. The whole, the whole goal was to dispossess them right. and, uh, and that they can live in these cities uh, that they did not build and, and, um, and have this, you know, um, these vineyards that they did not make. 
all the rest. But, but then when you compare maybe the thousands that are killed in Joshua's conquest with, say, the millions you just uh, referred to in the book of Revelation, it's almost like the New Testament is, is even far more, say, violent than, than even the Old Testament if we're, yeah. if we're comparing That's apples outstanding, apples. Josh, and I agree with you. Yeah, I mean, what you just said, I can't say better. So I think the, the common theme here is we have to read the Bible contextually. That's right. Yeah. We, we, we have to take note of what is going on what the Lord is doing, even how he's making himself known. I mean, primarily he's making himself known by, by virtue of a specific people and nation of the Old Testament. New Testament is making himself known not through a nation, but through mm -hmm. the church. Mm -hmm. So we have to just hear these things in their context and it will help us understand what we're reading. Thanks again for joining us for this episode of Straight Truth. Now we'd love for you to share this episode with friends and family and to subscribe. The easiest way to do that is by going to our website, straighttruth.net, and there you will find links to all of our social media channels like Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, and Instagram. Now, Straight Truth is listener-supported. If you'd like to find out ways to help us to continue to produce this podcast, again, you can find that at the website, straighttruth.net. Now, Straight Truth is a production of Walking in Grace Ministries, the preaching and teaching ministry of Pastor Richard Caldwell. For more information, go to walkingingrace.org.